Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Tuesday the 30th of November. We've reached the stage where people who are not virologists are giving their views on a virus and people who are not economists are giving their views on the economic impact of a virus. Fed Chair Powell has delivered an opinion that the Omicron variant of the virus poses a threat to the US economic recovery. At this stage, it's best to reflect, once again, that the economic impact depends on people's reactions, and that depends largely on the level of fear. For the inflation aspect, it's worthwhile reflecting that the current inflation has been caused by the virus restricting supply during lockdowns, while government support measures allowed savings to accumulate, representing pent-up demand. That same pattern would need to be repeated to create longer-lasting inflation pressures. If fear or restrictions with fewer government support measures reduce demand without significantly changing manufacturing supply, disinflation will be the result. So far, there have been lots of travel restrictions. This is not preventing travel, except for Japan and Israel, with Switzerland being decidedly unfriendly towards British economists. It does add uncertainty to travel and a fear of being stranded away from home as restrictions constantly change. Fear affects economic behaviour, therefore. However, fear does not appear to be affecting other consumer behaviour at this stage. Unless we see a meaningful shift in consumer spending, this is not something that poses a significant risk to the overall economic path. To the extent that it reinforces existing structural trends towards flexible working and online retail in particular, it may increase economic efficiency and prove to be helpful in the longer term. The post-Thanksgiving consumer spending in the United States appears to have been somewhat muted, judging from the staggering number of different indicators that are used to track activity. This may also be due to the spreading out of demand over the course of the month, but there is the fact that lower-income US consumers do appear to have spent the savings that they accumulated during lockdown and therefore do not have the spending firepower that they once had. That matters because, if true, it suggests a shift to more normal levels of demand in the future and that will bring supply and demand back into balance. We're seeing some signs of that in the shortening delivery times of corporates, albeit that is survey-based evidence. We also get consumer confidence data today from the states. The toxic levels of political polarisation in the US undermine the value of survey results. And there is a strong suggestion that when people do answer surveys, they do so out of political bias, not as an accurate indication of their economic circumstances. From the glittering wonder that is the euro, there is a large amount of data that has limited market impact. The euro area consumer price inflation numbers are preceded by the data from larger economies and offer limited capacity to surprise. There are also some final GDP figures from France and from Italy for the third quarter. That's all for today. Have a good day.
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.